0: lead the way so by golly we didn't wear our mask and rob even had an older gentleman come up and congratulate him in the middle of the store rob's like what in the world what are you talking about congratulations he and this guy had on a mask and he but he was like you're brave enough to wear one so he was congratulating him for i mean for not wearing one and you know so it's just amazing though just I, I don't know. We're just really blessed to be here <laughs> in in this state. And you know, we went we went to good old Dysots and had some. I can't talk like a mana, but uh, <laughs> I won't even try. It's like Rob trying to talk like an Okie doesn't work. But <laughs> I did catch him saying that he was going to have a pop once or twice, and I was like, "Honey, you said pop." but we had breakfast and we were sitting over there minding our own business and there's this group of guys sitting there at this table and all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh and rob was like what and i said i gotta go over there and give them a word i was like because i'd already tried this once to say god i'm on vacation and you don't say that to god so i didn't even pull that card this time i was like yes sir i can't hardly wait to go over there and rob was like could we at least wait till we're finished eating breakfast i was like okay so anyway it was awesome and i got to give a word to the whole table and come to find out it's some pastor that has like a church has a couple of churches up there and um anyway rob is distantly related to him so it was really a cool connection but um God is just ever moving if we're just open to hear him and I this one man I just I didn't even have anything for him and all of a sudden I just saw this I said God says the prison doors are open over you and he just like fell on the table and I mean it was just amazing just the things that happen and people are needing an encouraging word and that and then there was another young guy and he wasn't really saying anything and he was a a her- heroin addict that was set free and was hanging out with them just a real young guy and man those older guys were just pouring into him and it was just great to see men out there being men and giving their time and and uh, just given the Lord back, and um, I know that's what we're supposed to be doing, so anyway, it was a fun time, and we went to, uh, Rob's niece got married, and it was probably, it was as untraditional of wedding as you've ever been to, but it was wonderful, and they played a couple of praise songs during the wedding that we play here, and to see all those groomsmen up there raising their hands, praising the Lord, and the bride and groom praising the Lord as they stood there, and and they, the groom told the girl, they read their vows to each other, and He said, I may not have a lot to give you, but I've got the Lord to give you. And I will lead you to the Lord, you know. And I was just like, he's in. (laughs) He had the family stamp of approval, you know. I just, oh, it was just amazing to see two 21-year-old kids just get so excited about starting their lives out and with the Lord. And um, that was just really exciting. They have a great big, uh, they have, it's a huge church. Uh, out in the middle of the country in Charleston, Maine, and they have a a faith school there, and uh, this school probably has about 75 kids, some from all over the world, that go through that school, and um, I'm claiming some of them kids come here and start helping us out, so, but uh, they were a breath of fresh air, so it, it was a great time that we had, so... Um, and we missed you guys i'm glad you all are doing well and i just want to bless you this morning and say jesus loves you he's got a plan for all of our lives and the best is yet to come for ascension church and i've heard from a couple of blasts from the past this week i've heard from kent maddox and i've heard from the uh, mark and sandy job and um, they're all doing well and it, it's just good to hear have all oh, connections are good and they're wanting to know about you all and how the church is doing and so the Lord is moving and and I'm excited about what he's got for us this summer and for the barn meeting and for our block party that we've got coming up so it's going to be a, a good time and we need everybody to jump in and get be involved in all the things we've got going on so let's just stand and did you have something else that you want to yeah we already did that so let's just stand we're going to go ahead and receive the offering and I was thinking about, as we said, the Lord had us welcome him this morning, and I thought, you know, whenever you welcome someone into your home, then after they're there, you hang out and visit a while. Well, that's just what we've done through praise and worship. Now we're going to, sometimes you give someone a gift, so we're going to give, and then we're going to eat, and Pastor Gerald's got the meat for us, so... No comments from the front section. Lord, we just thank you that we can give back to you. <laughs> Go ahead and just receive that. Lord, we just bless you. Thank you for this time now. In Jesus' name. Anybody have testimony this morning? Everybody doing good? I heard you got older. Happy birthday, Richard. How old are you? 34. 44. He he did. Not <laughs> <laughs> 30, 38. Oh, I believe 44. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> He's open to any birthday gifts, I think, so bless you, Richard. We're ready for the the meal, Pastor Gerald.
1: You feel the love, Richard. <laughs> everybody get a new word for today yeah. have you been reading about the camels, yes, the camels are if you've been missing the last two days i really love those in fact we're going to talk some more about camels this morning but um i read this in one of my devotionals this morning from Andrew Murray, and this was written Now, uh, He was born in 1828 and died in 1917, so this is over 100 years old. It's kind of like the word Bob's going to give you out when you, when you leave this morning. He says, The future of the church and of the world depends to an extent we little conceive on the education of the day. The church may be seeking to evangelize the heathen while giving up her own children to secular and materialistic influences. Pray for the schools and colleges that the church may realize and fulfill its momentous duty of caring for its children. He saw that coming over a hundred years ago, and done, to done, we're living it out today. Now, some more things that are affecting us. David, I want you to come pray over our country here in a minute. Do you know that uh, the Biden administration has told its embassies they can fly, please fly the Black Lives Matter flag? And Biden frees from prison an al-Qaeda ally who smuggled nukes into the United States. I mean, the poor guy, he was probably just deceived, you know. And a Christian teacher is suspended because he declared he would not lie and affirm that a biological boy can be a girl or vice versa. So he gets fired. Well, at least suspended. Oh, and April infl- inf- inflation explodes to the highest since 1992. But... If you read the devotion, you know the camels are coming. But here's another thing about the camels. The founder of Dubai, Sheikh Rashad, was asked about the future of his country. And he replied, My grandfather rode a camel. My father rode a camel. I ride a Mercedes. My son rides a Land Rover. My grandson rides a Land Rover. But my great-grandson... Is going to have to ride a camel again. (coughs) Excuse me. Why is that? He was asked. And his reply was. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create. Easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create difficult times. Many will understand it. But you have to raise warriors. Not parasites. And add to that historical reality <clears throat> that all great empires, the Persians, Trojans, Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans, in later years the British, all rose and perished within 240 years. They were not conquered by external enemies, they rotted within. America has now passed that 240-year mark, and the rot is starting to be visible and is accelerating. We are past the Mercedes and Land Rover's years. The camels are on the horizon. Last year, millions of Americans voted for Biden and demonstrated either they know nothing about history or they think we should all be riding camels. Warriors, rise up, huh? Are you ready? facebook i'm glad you're here just stay tuned in the word is coming we're going to look at the book of john but i'm telling you ascension church is a living orgasm orgasm it's alive and if you're looking for church as usual you're in the wrong place you're in the wrong place somebody just stand up and cheer and just bless the lord david come on Come on, bless the Lord. David, I want you to pray for our country. I want you to pray over our schools and these these
2: things that are going on in our country. Father, we, we come to you this morning. We know that there's a lot going on in this nation, in this country, Lord, both good Amen. and bad. And Father, we, we ask for wisdom to those in leadership. We ask, Lord, for... Wisdom to the body of Christ, the church that needs to step up and take our position in this. We just ask for your, your direction, your anointing, Lord, and give us eyes to see and ears Amen. to hear Amen. what you're saying unto yes. the church. Yes, Lord, Lord the ecclesia, that yes. we are and we need to step up and do our part, Father. And so we, we just ask you to energize the body of Christ. Lord, in this time, Lord, and we just thank you for what you're doing. We ask for strength and wisdom and encouragement to those who are stepping out and doing their part and and to open the eyes of America, Lord. We just say, America, open your eyes and see what God has for us. You have a wonderful, wonderful time for us ahead But we just need to do our part. And we thank you, Father, that you are leading us. And we just ask your blessings upon this nation right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, David. And I ask you to pray for me tomorrow
1: night. The Oklahoma 2A gun militia meets here tomorrow night. And they've asked me to address some biblical issues. So, uh, I covet your prayers in that. And if you want to attend, it's a, a free meeting. So, 6 30. 6 tomorrow night. John chapter 6, uh, Psalms 25 12 says, Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. If you walk in the fear of God, he'll direct your paths. And uh, we talk about well, you shouldn't fear, but you know the Bible says to fear. It says, "Fear him who can kill you and throw you into hell." That's God Almighty. You better fear and reverence the Lord God Almighty. And if you want to look that up, that's so Luke 12:5. So uh, we walk by faith. In this uh, chapter six, Jesus has just fed the five thousand. He's uh, with just a few crumbs. And he's walked on water. And now he's in a synagogue and he's given this address in verse uh, 26. We'll start. And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. He said, "You, you, You just came so I'll do something for you listen, if we're not here to seek God, not just get something from Him, we need to seek Him. But if you do seek Him, Jehovah Rapha will provide all your needs. I, I'm believing Him to meet my needs and I can declare this this morning. So we're going to go through a long, long passage here. They ask Him, what shall we do to, to work the works of God? And verse 29 is a very important verse this is the work of god that you believe in him whom he has sent he's trying to get them to see that it's not by works but it's by believing on him on the lord jesus christ so they're asking him for signs <clears throat> and he's still trying to get them to look to him verse 31 our fathers ate man in the wilderness. He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who is in heaven gives you the true bread out of heaven. Now he mentions this coming from heaven, I think about seven times in this passage. So he's obviously got something for us to see. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. And they said, well, Lord, give us this bread. So in verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am. You know, when I read that I am, what does that think about? I think about the burning bush. Moses was walking around herding sheep for 40 years. And a bush is burning and he gets talking with God. And God tells him, you know, when you think about Moses, raised just a a short time by his mother and daddy, maybe two or three years, 40 years in Pharaoh's courts, and then think he's to deliver his people. Don't go before your time. He went before his time. And yet God was involved in all that. And he had to flee for his life. And from a prince to a sheep herder, now that is a decline. I mean, that is humbling. And he's humbled himself, and he's given up to just being a sheep herder and raising his family the rest of his life. But God. And God says, oh, I've got a little job for you. I just want you to go over to Egypt and lead the people out. Just go tell Pharaoh... I, you know it's time for them to come out. And of course, Moses is shaking in his boots. I'm sure that's where that started right there. And he said, "Well, what's your name?" He just said, "I am, I am, that I am." And that's what Jesus said to them in verse thirty-five. "I am." He is whatever you need. I am the bread of life. Who comes to me will not hunger. And he who believes in me will never thirst. But I say to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. For I've come down from heaven not to do my own will. But the will of him who sent me. Whose will are you here to do today? This is the will of Him who sent me, that all that He has given me I lose nothing but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son, are you beholding the Son, and believes in Him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise Him up on the last day. But you know what? It's like, you know, when you go witness to somebody. The Jews are grumbling at him. They didn't like that. They said, this guy says, I'm the bread that come down from out of heaven. They said, look, we know you. We know your mom and daddy. Who do you think you are? Talk to us like that. So Jesus had to answer a lot of questions. <clears throat> and sometimes you and I, when we come out of darkness and we come into the kingdom of God, our old friends think, what has happened to you? We remember We remember you, and you have to say, yes, I remember too, but that's not who I am now, and you go on. So Jesus had to answer some of those questions, but I want to skip down to verse 48, where again He says, I'm the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. You know why they died? It wasn't because of the manna. They died because they wouldn't believe what God told them. They died because of unbelief. And listen, if your needs aren't being met, if my needs aren't being met, if this church's needs aren't being met, it's because of unbelief in our life. We will not believe what God says. We've got to step up. Thank you, Grandma. I'm glad you're here. I'll take you to lunch. We'll go to lunch. This is a good day. Your fathers ate manna and they died because of unbelief. Verse 50, this is the bread which comes down out of heaven so that one may eat it and not die. Now this is living bread. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he'll live forever. Everybody wants that bread, right? Yeah. And the bread also which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh he told them what he was going to do i'm going to give my flesh for the life of the world this is the bread that he's talking about this is a a metaphor that he's laying out for them well they argued and uh, they didn't like that at all so you know what he does he didn't decrease he increases it verse 53 truly i say to you unless you eat the flesh Of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourself. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I'll raise him up on the last day. My flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, So he who eats me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven. Not as the fathers ate and died, he who eats this bread will live forever. We have got to learn to partake of Jesus Christ. It's a metaphor. They're not talking about communion. He's talking about living together. On Jesus Christ. Allowing Him to be your provider. One of the things that helps me in remembering the Lord to focus our Lord, of course, uh, Hebrews eleven two said, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God is to remember that we serve a living God. He's alive. Jesus Christ is alive. We do not serve a dead God. We have a right. You have a, just as much right to go to God the Father as anyone, any believer. You go through the person of Jesus Christ. It's the priesthood of the believer that you have a right. When you've accepted Christ, you have a right to go to God. You have a good right to go to this Christ. You come, Lord. You come. I come to partake of You, and every day that you walk with the Lord, you'll realize how much more you need Him. You'll realize how much He loves you. You know it takes us a while to accept that that He really loves us. Come on, that adversary, or He'll He'll bring up everything to keep you from wanting to believe. Just God. That God loves you. God loves you. Amen. He just loves us. He told him he is the bread of heaven. That was that, that was enough for him. But then when he says, You just need to eat my flesh and drink my blood, and you'll have eternal life. Who are you? Listen, we don't we can't discern this physically, we've got to discern it spiritually. We've got to get our spiritual eyes and ears open to what God said. See, I want those things that uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 talks about. I want those things that my eye hadn't seen or my ear heard, those things that has not yet even entered into my heart, the things that God has for me. And that's that's true in your life. If you believe on, but you've got to draw on Jesus uh, to get those things. You just don't wake up someday and... You were over there. Now you're over here and you've got all this revelation. There's more of a process as far as becoming who he's called you to be. Lord, you're such a good God. And, you know, he left us his word. His word's good. It'll profit you to read the word of God. Well, he's teaching in this synagogue. says in verse 59. They must have given Him the whole service. But they were saying, this is a difficult statement. Who can listen to it? And Jesus, aware of it, says, uh, oh, does this cause you to stumble? What then if you see this Son of Man ascending to where He was before? He said, what if you're just standing there when I'm here and then I'm gone? See, they're just looking at Him that's Joseph's kid. We know him. What has happened to him? That's before marijuana, surely. They thought he was, they, they thought he was out of his mind. What's this, what are these things you're saying? But verse 63, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I've spoken to your spirit in life He said, you've got to get this by your spirit. Your natural, physical being will never get it. And he said, the words I spoke are spirit and life, and I decree the words I'm speaking this morning are spirit and life, and you'll receive it in your spirit. Lord, we want to open our spirit, man, to to you. For you to speak into us this morning to understand these things. But... He said, everybody's not getting it, but there are some of you who do not believe. There's some that are hearing this today, whether you're here or watching it on Facebook. Maybe you don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who would believe Him, who would be betraying Him. And He says, for this reason I've said to you that no one can come to Me unless it's been granted to Him by My Father. Now, many of his disciples, he he lost the crowd. 5,000 would follow him around for the miracles and the fish. But when he gets to talking about, you're going to have to take up your cross and follow me, eat my flesh and drink my blood, the the crowd dispersed. And Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away also? Simon Peter had a good answer. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have believed that you and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Hallelujah. That's who Jesus is. The Holy One of God. And Jesus answered them, Did I myself not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is the devil. And, of course, he was talking about Judas. Can you believe, Judas? Can you believe that uh, a man could walk with Jesus for three and a half years? Walk in the group? Had an office in the group? He was a treasure. He saw every miracle. He saw the blind eyes open. He saw Jesus walking on the water. He saw him feed 5,000. He saw him feed 4,000. He saw all the miracles and yet never come to believe. Eddie, you awake back there? Okay. All right. Amen. Just checking on the ushers. I'm telling you, sitting in church won't make you a Christian. It's partaking of His blood, eating His flesh, of getting to know Him. It's a process. I just think, how could Judas have not made the turn? How could he? How could he, when that devil come to him with a thought, how did he think more about that than what he had seen and heard? We want to see and hear. He saw. We're we're believing because of what they said and wrote. Amen. If it was true then, it's still true today. It's still true today. John uh, seven twenty one, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say to you, not everyone that calls me Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. So there's Christians... If a Christian doesn't do the will of Jesus, how does he get into heaven? Out of that verse. It said, "Only those who does the will of my Father who's in heaven." You've got that verse 7:21. Okay, that's fine. Those are I, I know I don't always put up there. But that's what the word of God says but he who does the will of my Father. Are you doing God's will? Facebook, are you doing God's will? Or are we just doing what we want to do? God bless me and my family, we four no more. Amen. I'm gone. I've been to church. Let's partake of Him. Let's partake of Him. Listen, it's possible... Brother Manley used to say, God just soon take you, devil just soon take you to hell out of the front row of a church as he would out of the a bar. Just as long as you don't get to know him. See, that's why it started out, how do you work the works of God? He said, you better know me. You better know the living son. That's what keeps you going. That's, that's what will make you... You'll want to do what God wants you to do. You won't have to do it. You'll want to do it. Amen. You'll want to o- obey Him. That's why Angie got up from that table. Went and gave that word. You know, there are a lot of scriptures about this. Look at Isaiah 59 nine Leah's got that verse. By your iniquities. But your iniquities, that's our sins, have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden His face from you so that He does not hear. Sin's a separator. Our hearts get... And you know what? A hard heart just continues to get harder unless we really want to give it back to God. Leah, look at... um, Hebrews 10, 25, 26, and 27. Not forsaking our own assembling together as a habit of some is, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. For if we go on sinning willfully, after receiving the knowledge of truth there's no longer remains a sacrifice for our sins but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which consumes the adversary see it's a sin not to walk with god it's a sin you're not your own i'm not my own we belong to god he paid the greatest price we we don't even understand that price that he paid. He paid it for us so he can do with us through us whatever he wants to do. He belongs to us. We belong to him, excuse me. We think it's the other way. We think we've almost made him the servant. He's the King of all kings. He's God Almighty. He created everything that's ever been created. And He chose you and I to live in this day and time to fulfill what He wants to do in the earth today. He's got more for you than you know than what you're believing Him to do. Partake of His blood. Eat of His flesh. He's the God of all gods. John, John 3, 36. I read this verse the other day. He who believes in the Son has eternal life. That's true. I believe that with all my heart. And you do too. If you've got Jesus, you have eternal life. But he who does not obey the Son will not see life. Obedience is still an issue. Disobedience is sin, and that's why the church is in the place it's in today. Lord, we we need you. We need you. We need you. Second Corinthians uh, seven one. Therefore, having these promises, beloved. Let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Well, we think about how to clean our flesh, what we need to maybe stop doing, but maybe what about what we need to start doing? What about that? But what about, Lord, cleanse my spirit? Jesus washed the disciples' feet, saying, No, oh, you've been, you're with me, but yet sin gets on us. And that was a symbol as he washed their feet of cleansing them. That's why Peter wanted him to give him a bath. You know, wash me all over. You know, we understand that. Cleanse our spirit. Amen. Lord, cleanse our spirit, man. See, we've allowed maybe a lot of different things into our lives. There's a verse in uh, Jude 1 that I heard a prophet use this verse yesterday. Verse 3, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you about our common salvation, I felt it necessary to write to you appealing that you would contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints. Who is going to contend for the faith if you and I don't? And that's what's, wrong with our, that's what's wrong with our country. We're saying, yeah, this government's in bad shape. Well, let me ask you, what have you or I done about it? Oh, we've prayed. That's fine. We ought to pray. I bless you for praying. But if you said, God, have you got something else for me to do in this? I'm, I'm telling you, it's on the church. The shape that our nation's in is on the church. The, the shape our community's in. They ought to want to be like us. They ought to see enough Jesus in us. They'd want to be like us. They we're, we're supposed to... He, that verse ends up talking about holiness. You think a holy God's going to live in you and not make you holy? Yeah. That's His voice, that conscious in you that, mm, no, um, oh, this might be better. And listen, I've failed all those tests too. You know, and, and it grieves me when I, when I miss it. When well, I look back and I could have. It, it grieves you because he's, he's drawing you. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. But we've got to be partakers of Him. Amen. We've got to, you know, it, it's not like you're looking at the moon trying to talk to God. You're not looking at the sun, somebody way off. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I just want you to know more about me. You may be the only one in your family, but that's enough. And you may have to make a stand that is not easy in your family. And I I just pray wisdom for you as we just learn to walk these things out. Because the cares of the world, the flesh and the devil, they're a, a reality that we face every day. You can. We put the full armor on. We talked about that Wednesday night. You put the full armor on. You raise that shield of faith, plead the blood over you. Let me tell you, you're still going to run into an adversary. He wants to take life out of you. I don't condemn you. I bless you. I pray God's best for every one of you. I want to present you to God someday as a, a person that matured in the Lord and made a difference. Your life made a difference in the kingdom of God. If we just all said, yeah, we're just regular in church. We can be regular at the Roundup Club or the Barn. We better meet regularly with Jesus. Ellen got a phone call a while ago while church was going on this Oldest brothers passed out and taken to the hospital. He knew what to do. He knew to pray for his brother. There's a living God. And he wants to do more in us than we're allowing him to do. We sing about Jehovah Jireh. He'd meet all of our needs. And if we'd be honest, we'd all say we've got needs that hadn't been met. But yet he said, I'll meet all your needs. So there's some kind of a hold up. I've got some things I'm believing him to show me. I hadn't heard yet. I'm waiting on the Lord. He knows all about us. He knows how many hairs on your head. He knows all about you. He created us to live in this day and time and to proclaim Him. Lord Jesus, we just bless You today. We proclaim You as the Lord God Almighty. Let's just stand and bless Him. Let's just bless Him. Jesus, it's Your church. We're Your people. We're called by Your name. And Lord, we choose to believe You. Can you say amen to that? We choose to believe Your Word. Amen? And we want to be about what you want us to be about. We're here today to say yes to you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We're just going to worship Him in closing. If you've got a need, you want to come pray. If you want someone to pray with you, you feel free to come. But today is the day just to start obeying God. Not everyone that calls me the Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. He said, well, Lord, we've prophesied in your name. He said, I never knew you. You didn't know me. You were just talking. We bless you, Lord. Let's just worship him. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Lord, we partake of your flesh we drink your blood Lord we need you you we bow to you Lord thank you you Lord I thank you for those that have given their lives for this country Lord you gave your life for the world
3: we seek you the
1: living Christ in Jesus' name. You believe that song? do everything but fail. is that great? Pray for Al and his brother Lee. Pray for Lee. we belong to him for his disciples we ought to be doing the things he did Any other word this morning?
3: Gonna gonna
2: break. Amen.
1: Is the Lord finished with us this morning? Nobody's saying anything. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I know that's a foreign word to a lot of you, but you need to learn that word this week. Amen. Amen. Grandma will teach you. You need to obey Grandma. She does drive by whippings too. (laughs) Lord, we thank you for our time. Thank you for our guests that are here today with us. Lord, we bless them. Lord, thank you for this weekend. Lord, we decree your Lordship over us. We're in your hands as we go. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. amen. Just don't miss Wednesday night.